All right, hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Blair. And I'm Ethan. And welcome to the Sooner Hour. So this is going to be our second episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Ethan have been so excited to record this. Um, we had some college football last weekend, thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go over some of the games that we talked about. Uh, later on, we're going to talk about NFL, fantasy football, our teams and our league and everything. So, Ethan, you want to start off with the Tulane game? Uh, so, while I was excited to talk and do this podcast episode, I have also been dreading this episode a little bit because yeah. uh, while a lot of people were at their home and the comfort, you know, sitting on the couch, you know, recliner and watching the game on ABC, um, I did get the chance to go watch it in person with my girlfriend's parents, and that was a ton of fun itself. Uh, you know, the fun of watching the second and third quarter, I got excited. I got hyped. I was I was pretty excited for the team. And where it all falls apart is the fourth quarter defense, offense. I mean, honestly, the offense didn't play a whole lot. They didn't play yeah. really good at all in the third and fourth quarter. I mean, th- three points scored in the third quarter, none in the fourth. It to be honest, it was, it was just sloppy. sloppy football. It was yeah. sloppy. Yes, it seems like there's always one or two games where Lincoln Riley and the team just get comfortable where they're at, where they mentally they are a big done. Lead and they're yes. like, "Hey, we can chill out." And I know, like, I don't know what it was with Tulane. I mean, they're a good football team. We saw that. Yeah, but I think they had a little extra backing them. Like, I mean, they didn't have their practice at home. They have a hurricane mm-hmm. going on at home, and they had something really to play for. And OU yes. didn't really feel that way. No, like. they. Here's the thing: they were comfortable sitting at the number two ranked team in the nation, and they just went in there thinking that they could just walk down the field and just not even play. But that wasn't the case. Um, Tulane came to play. They they were ready to stomp us, and they almost did. It was pretty scary. Yeah, it was very close. Uh, thankful that uh, what's his name Pratt, Michael Pratt, uh, he yes, jumped and. Landed one yard short. I, that part, I was biting my nails. Listen, sitting in the stands, I almost had a heart attack. I, I'm pretty sure my heartbeat rose to 150. I almost had to get hospitalized for it. Um, <laughs> it was a scary day for, for me right there, I'll tell you that. So we can start off in the first quarter. So like years before, Tulane in the first quarter against us, they it's always pretty close. I mean, it's touchdown, we score, they score, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But what I was most worried with in the first quarter was Spencer Rattler's decision making, which and the offensive line. I don't know what it. I think it was just first game jitters, or it was the rust of not playing since last season. Because I mean, he did this last season whenever they played K State. Yeah. He his decision making wasn't and Texas know, the best. where he had to get set. Yes, I think he was just really anxious to get back on the field. He needs to get more comfortable. He needs to just breathe. That's what the main thing is, is Spencer just needs to breathe and relax and be calculated. Yeah, he's got a great group of guys around him. He's yes. one of the best football teams in the nation. He can do it. I mean, he yes. just needs to not force the ball. And I no. mean, that was double coverage right there. It, actually, I'm most positive it was triple coverage. Yeah, either way, he just needs to work on that. Uh, I think next game is going to be so much better. I mean, it's obviously against another not as great team. No, Western Carolina, they better not mess that up at all. So, do you want to get into um, our favorite players of the week? Yep, sure do, because I'm pumped to talk about these players. 
So I'll start off with mine. I don't have as many as Ethan, but we have agree on some. We will agree mm-hmm. on some. Um, my number one is Kennedy Brooks. Came yes. out like he never left. Oh my um, god, he looked beautiful. Sitting out I'm last so season happy to see him. was tough for the team. Yes. But uh, we have Ramondre Stevenson, who really, really showed out. Mm-hmm. And so Kennedy Brooks, 14 carries, 87 yards, with a 6.2 average. I mean, it was and just beautiful. And his long was uh, 32 yards. Yeah, almost he broke got for that. Touchdown. Yeah, he almost got him a long run touchdown, and that was beautiful. Next, um, Marvin Mims. I mean, what else can I say? Five receptions, 117 yards, uh, 23 average. I mean, oh my gosh, he is definitely the wide receiver one on this team, and he showed it last game. Oh, if you didn't know that coming into the season, where were you? Because Marvin Mims showed and balled out all last season. So I know this one is the one Ethan is super excited to talk about, so I'm mm-hmm. letting him take stage. Mario Williams. Yes. I loved what I saw from Mario. I like he was smart, like his route running was precise. Like he and even the play where he threw it for ten yards, like he can do it all. Yeah. I mean he had that one drop, but I mean it's it not everyone's happens. gonna catch every ball. They're not Larry Fitzgerald. They're college students. It happens. I mean, but he was blazing fast, faster than I even thought. I knew he was going to be fast, but he was fast. Yes. And then last one, it didn't show up too much, but Michael Woods, the second, mm-hmm. uh, I thought he looked really good. No, I agree. He did look pretty good. And the couple plays that he had, I yeah, he's going to be a good slot receiver, wide receiver three. Uh, wherever they play him, he's going to be pretty good. I was disappointed not seeing Drake Stoops out there, but I know there was stuff going on with him. Yeah, so tell me about that, because I didn't know what that was all about. So, I don't know if it was COVID. I'm really not sure what it was. I can look real quick. But why? Why I look for that, you can go ahead and talk about your players and everything. Alright, so like Blair said, Kennedy Brooks, Mario Williams, Marvin Mims, those were three of my four that I was excited to talk about. Um, the fourth, though, is uh, Gabe Burkich. Gabe Burkich... I mean, besides the one kick where he missed it, besides the one kick, he did have three um, three fifty plus yard. Uh, was it three? It was three, right? Yes. Yes. And the long the the longest one he had was fifty six yards, which uh, is that, isn't that the longest of his career? Um, I Don't believe so. Yeah. On that, but I believe that is his longest attempted field goal. Um, it shows that he's got the leg strength to, you know, if we really need it in those desperate situa- situations, um, that he can carry the team at the 56 yard line, uh, or I'm sorry, from 56 yards out. Um, I really hope we don't have to rely on that because while it was really nice to see him kick 56 yard field goals, I really hated seeing him kick from, like, the five-yard uh, line. I really wish we could have gone for it more. Um, yeah. But other than that, Gabe Burkich balled out. Besides the one missed kick, I won't fault him for it, though. I won't. Yeah, he made those three. Uh, the one missed kick, it happens. Not gonna it happens. It I mean, so, when you're kicking five field goals, you're not going to get every single one, you know? Yeah, so Drake Stoops, I can't find what he's out for. Um, Gabe Eichert reported that he would just miss the season opener. Yeah. And then another thing, um, we really got to see these wide receivers come in and do their thing because we also have Theo Weiss out for at least half the season. 
Yes, and that one is due to a is it was it a knee injury? Groin, hip or groin injury? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's I a was, lower body injury somewhere down there. Which I mean, this happened last year too, where we didn't have Ramondre, we didn't have Ronnie Perkins, and we kind of we weren't there all that we weren't all there at the beginning and then when we had those returning players we kind of came back to that oh yeah we're the number one team in the big 12 yeah and the thing i mean i've looked on twitter i've seen a lot of trash talk on ou and i can't blame them for it because i mean that is 40 to 35 against Tulane doesn't look the greatest okay so but i just want you guys to buckle up and get ready for the rest of the season because i don't see us losing another game here we're, we're not going to lose another. Yeah, we're not going to lose another. We didn't lose this game. Now, mentally, we, I think yeah. we probably lost. But I would, to all the fans out there saying that OU's not a top team, top ten ranked team. OU's this. OU's that. Breathe for a second. This is what OU football is. We have these faults. We have these problems, and we come back stronger. Like you just need to stop saying that we're gonna lose to Nebraska or stupid stuff like that because it's not gonna happen. Like you just need to breathe and relax. These kind of games just happen where we don't play great. Um, we check out early. We've known that. We we have seen this happen many a times where we check out of games mentally early. Yeah, and while we're talking about checking out of games early, I think this is a good time to move on to our next teams. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Missouri State winning by a touchdown. Oh my gosh. And this is something else I want to talk about. You know, all OSU fans were like, you only beat Tulane by five. Yeah. You, you only beat Missouri state by seven. And last time I checked, we beat Missouri state last year, 58, nothing. So, yeah. And OSU also only scored three points after half. So they may have struggled with the same thing that OU did. Um, mm-hmm. Props to Shane Ellingworth coming in for Spencer Sanders again. I was at OSU last year. I saw his first two games. Uh, well, I didn't see his first two. I saw the Tulsa game and West Virginia game in person. And I was a big fan. I mean, now I'm not. I don't care how good he does. But mm-hmm. he went 22 for 40 with 315 yards, which isn't too bad. And then another person I want to talk about for OSU is Malcolm Rodriguez, who uh, has shown first-round NFL talent. Uh, nine tackles, six assists. He looked really good. That is one thing that OSU, I mean, as much as I hate to praise OSU for anything, because you know how I feel about OSU, yeah. they do they do produce a lot of great defensive talent. That is something yeah. they are known for. Just uh, recently, I mean, you have Trey Flowers. You have one of the biggest busts, Justin Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Um, who else they got in the NFL? They got a ton. Uh, no reason so, to keep going over OSU because no one cares about them. Before we uh, cut away from OSU, though, I do have to ask, is, is Spencer Sanders out, or what was the deal with that? Because I didn't hear about that. Uh, I think it's COVID, once again. COVID. Okay. I want to make sure for that. I don't want – yeah, he's in COVID protocol. Okay. See, I didn't hear about this. I didn't see – first of all, I don't really pay attention to OSU crap at all. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that he – uh, wasn't starting, so when I saw that it was Shane Ellingworth, I was like, I guess that's Spencer. And if I'm Mike Spencer? I'm keeping Shane Ellingworth. I yeah. don't think Spencer Sanders is all that great. I didn't last no. year uh, when I was there watching him in person. I don't think I think Shane Ellingworth is the better decision. I I can't believe people would say last year that um, OU has the worst Spencer in Oklahoma, and then they talk about Spencer Sanders being yeah, a better quarterback. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you kidding me? 
but enough about little brother. Uh, let's yep. move on to another Big Twelve team, Iowa State. <sighs> and this is another six one. Six to Northern Iowa. See, I think because we played like earlier in the day, like people were just like, "Come on, OU! How can you only beat Tulane by five? Well, Iowa State, how can you only beat Northern Iowa by ten points and only scoring three points in the second half, just like OU?" Yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy, 21 for 26 with 199 yards. Isn't Zero horrible. touchdowns. No touchdowns, though. Brees Hall came in, 23 carries, 69 yards with only three average. Some said he was going to be the best running back. Me, and I thought he was going to be one of the best running back in college football, and he didn't really show that. He did not show it. In Northern Iowa, I mean, I think Northern Iowa is worse than Tulane. They, they definitely are. I definitely think it's, are little different than how we did against Tulane. But my favorite game to watch was Georgia Clemson. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. If you love defense, <laughs> yeah, that was I your game defense. right there, let me tell you. I'm the weird guy who likes watching defense over offense. And I, we, me and Ethan have said it. We said, now Ethan picked Clemson to win. I don't want to ruin his day, but he did pick Clemson to win. I did and pick I picked Georgia. And I had to look this up, so uh, DJ Ui on Galile, the quarterback for yeah. Clemson. You did it looked, way better than I did. He didn't look good at all. No. I mean, he looked bad. And here's the thing. I, I don't know what it was about week – okay, let, you and me, let's just agree right now. Week one in college football was the weirdest week in college football we have seen in a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, it was very weird. It was – there was upsets that I didn't think would happen. There were, oh, like Heisman finalists that were, I'm sorry, projected Heisman finalists that did not play very well. It was an odd week for a lot of teams. Yeah. And I mean, Georgia's defense looked oh so sweet. I it, mean, <laughs> either they looked very, very good or Clemson's offense looked very, very bad. Georgia's defense totaled seven sacks. And, like, they were blitzing all night. I mean, their it corners, not a lot of people talked about it, their corners and safeties and everything. But they covered the wide receivers so well in man coverage that, ooh, DJ, the Clemson quarterback, DJ. I'm not even going to try to say his last name again, had no, he couldn't look anywhere. And the defense just blitzed him and got him. I mean, when you can say that, you held Clemson to two rushing yards the whole game. Yeah. You have to keep your head held up high. And a weird stat I saw during the game, Clemson has had the longest streak of scoring in the first half of all mm-hmm. time. And that ended this game. They scored three points in the fourth quarter. That's it. The last time they scored, they didn't score in the first half was 2010 against NC State. You've got to be kidding me. 11 years since I haven't scored, and we got to witness it. So that's just a cool thing. I forgot to put this down, but something crazy, and it kind of makes me cringe, but Tanner Mordecai breaks the SMU record with seven touchdown passes. Did mm-hmm. you hear about that? I Yep, sure did. Old OU backup goes into SMU. I mean, it's against Abilene Christian, so I mean, but I can't yeah, say, say much because of our score against Tulane. But. Say what you want. Say what you want about him. And then Presbyterian quarterback throws for 10 touchdowns. I don't even know how that's possible. That's like Madden. That's like franchise mode. Set it on 
difficulty on easy and just throwing it down the field. Yeah. I mean, props to that guy. Something I really want to talk about is, uh, and I'm sorry for all you LSU fans out there, but when your coach comes out and says, that's a sissy blue they wear, or whatever the quote was, and then you you come out and you lose to UCLA by double digits, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. UCLA hasn't been a winning team in God knows how long. Yeah, I don't know. Basketball school to me. Yeah, basketball school for sure. But they came out. They stomped Hawaii the week one or week zero, week zero whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. And then they came out and st- they stomped LSU. Yeah. I mean, it was Max not a Johnson close game. did not look that good. No. The but second man, coming of Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow, I saw him be called. UCLA is going to be a ranked team now. And that's a weird sentence to say. Yeah. It was weird. Um, one thing I was very – upset about was Texas, Louisiana. Um, I thought Louisiana was going to put up more of a fight and I, yeah, I was really, and I, I, I really wanted the upset. I was rooting hard for Louisiana. I hate Texas. I was was with my mom and dad about to get some of the best barbecue in Texas. Have you ever heard of it? It's called Hutchins. Got to try it. Um, we were standing in line trying to get in. Uh, we were just sitting there on my dad's phone watching Texas, Louisiana. And I just couldn't help but shake my head because Louisiana's defense could not stop them. No. Could not stop Hudson Card. It was not even that good. <laughs> they couldn't stop Hudson Card. Oh, my gosh. But last one, last night, um, shout out to Julius. Sorry about uh, the game. But we got Florida State <sighs> and Notre Mm-mm. Dame. What oh. a, a very weird game. It was... It was a weird game, but let's talk about uh, – isn't his name Mackenzie Milton? Yep. See, I love his story, and I really yeah, wish – came back from an pulled, injury. Yes, that uh, – his doctor said – he said, uh, it's not impossible. It's just I've never seen anyone do it before. And I really wanted him to get Florida State that win. Unfortunately, it didn't go that way, but, man, he can't be – Florida State looked really good. Way. I think Florida State won the season ranked. Oh, yeah. They looked really good. Yeah, they didn't um, look they like, play like that they against Clemson. Which, Clemson, their offense just looks terrible. Yeah, I didn't think they looked good at all. And I mean, I'm giving props to Georgia's defense, but no defense is that good to stop a powerhouse like Clemson has been. And, like, Clemson has been known to have, like, great, like, offenses. And how do you only score three points? And then two rushing yards, I mean... Two rushing yards. Two. How do you do that? It's just you're a the number embarrassing. Yeah, you're the third ranked team in the nation putting up well, I guess it's right. Three points for the third ranked team. Now let's talk about Western Carolina. Me and Ethan will be at the game. Sure will. We will be wearing a crimson for the nine eleven day. Uh we're gonna stripe the stadium as they're calling mm-hmm. it. So if you're going to the OU Western Carolina game, hit us up. But uh, I think it's going to be – I think this one's going to look better. I think we're going to have the adjustments all this week. We're going to fix the kinks. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to – final score, 48-14. That's right. You know, what's crazy is, as you are saying, like predicting the score, I was thinking 48-2. I'm, however, going to say 48-10. to 10. I'm going to say 48-10. to 10. Okay. I like that. I don't think that uh, Western Carolina is going to be able to put – uh, like a whole lot of scores up. 
Yeah, I'm keeping. I mean, anything below twenty one, I think. Yes. Is what they'll go. Their ceiling is twenty one. As long as they, if they get past twenty one points, it's going to be another disappointing episode yeah. to talk about. I will say that. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Just taking a break here to uh, bring you a little shout out. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Cameron Morales. He's been streaming on Twitch, grinding out over there. So go give him a follow at twitch.tv slash okcamo. Thanks, y'all. So let's segue into games for next week, and we have done our pickums. Yep. So do you want to start with yours? Yeah, I do. Um, these are all uh, ESPN uh, college pickum pickums for week two. Um, we're just going off the website, guys. Um, Saturday at 11 a.m., we have Oregon going up against Ohio State. Um, I think a lot of people are not expecting a upset. Um, call me crazy. I have a really weird feeling Oregon could possibly upset Ohio State. It could happen. I didn't think C.J. Stroud played phenomenal against Minnesota. Um, I don't think the defense was all there either. I know they won by two touchdowns, but when you're – number one running back in Minnesota goes out with an injury, a season in, uh, ending injury. Um, it's pretty tough to get yeah, you know, he looked more points good on too. the board. He looked great. I forgot oh, about that game, but yeah. he looked good. Yeah. I, what's his name? Mo I, Ibrahim? I, Ibrahim? Ibrahim, yeah. Ibrahim, yeah. He, if he didn't have that season ending injury, he could have been the best running back in college football. Yeah, I think it was his Achilles. I watched the play. I thought it was just a cramp at first. Yeah, I think he did something to his Achilles because it looked bad when you can zoom in. Yeah, it something pops for sure. Yeah. Um, so who do you have in the Oregon Ohio State game? I'm gonna play it safe for this game, and I'm going Ohio State. I understand playing it safe. I understand. You got Oregon. I have Oregon. I'm getting real. I don't know. I just have a gut feeling. Go Ducks. Okay. Well, next game we have Pittsburgh Panthers. And Tennessee Volunteers. Um, it's at 11 a.m. on Saturday. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I mean, not I'm much. Also I don't going, know much about these teams. I'm also going with Tennessee, but I mean, everyone transferred out of Tennessee, so I yeah, and new coach, new system. I mean, Pittsburgh is not like a great team, but they definitely could pull an upset. I'm going to play it safe and say Tennessee, though. So next at 12 on Saturday, we have Florida Gators versus South Florida Bulls. Um, I'm just going to pick Florida here. Uh, Pretty easy pick right there. Yeah. Next, um, we have at 2.30 on Saturday, Texas A&M Aggies versus the Colorado Buffaloes. Um, Colorado wins easy, I think. Yeah, I'm expecting a blowout. I I think Colorado (laughs) is going to hang 100 on them. I just don't think Texas A&M is very good. I mean, never have been, never will be. No, nah, but for real, um, Texas A&M should win that one by a landslide. Yep, I'm saying double digits. I'm sorry, double digit victory for A&M on that one. And next one, I think you and me are both going to have the same idea here. I I three thirty on Saturday. Iowa college game day Iowa game State. as well. I'm picking Iowa. I'm picking Iowa as well. Yep, I think Man. Iowa's got it. Listen, I looking at how Iowa State played against. It's not fair to judge a team by how they played the previous week because every week is a different story for different teams. But the way Iowa looked last week. Yeah, 34-6. Oh to six. 
oh on Indiana, gosh. who also had was ranked. I think their jersey was. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. They mispronounced their own name on the yep, jersey. Yep, I saw it. So <sighs> that was a little something weird. Uh, so yeah, Iowa. I think they beat Iowa State. I think it's going to be close. But I, I say a Iowa touchdown. Will... Yeah, I say in that game, I've got a Iowa thirty-five, Iowa State twenty-eight. Yeah, I got you. Um, next, Texas versus Arkansas at six on Saturday. I really want to pick Arkansas. I really I do. Want but to I'm pick Arkansas? Go Texas. Texas. I don't know if it was just because of. Um, I don't know. I I think I think they're gonna blow blow out Arkansas. As much as I hate to say it, I just yeah. need to see something from Arkansas to show that they're able to hang with the big boys and not get their butts just spanked by Texas yeah. and OU when they come to the SEC. You know. Yeah. Next, NC State Wolfpack, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Um, pretty boring game to pick, yeah, in my opinion. Boring. I'll go Mississippi State. Um, I'm going Mississippi State. Just because of Dak Prescott. I like Dak Prescott. and I love him a lot because of the Hard Knocks show. Yeah, Ethan got me into Hard Knocks with the Dallas sure Cowboys. Did. Very good show. It was a great Max, season, too. I, I think there's another one coming out tomorrow night. If not, I think the season or season might have ended. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Next, Washington Huskies versus Michigan Wolverines at 7 on Saturday. I got Washington winning. I have Washington winning as well. Um, I didn't get to watch Washington play last week, but I do know that they got upset. Yeah. But I know that Michigan, uh, their their running back got a uh, season-ending injury as well. And because of that injury, he was a big factor for that offense. I'm going to go ahead and say Washington wins in a close one. And I'll be anxious to see Bucky how he plays. Yeah, and I think he got injured last week. Well, this is news to me. I'll look it up for you. But yeah, with um, with Michigan, um, it's not a grudge. I just don't like Jim Harbaugh. I I don't hate think he's Jim a good coach. Harbaugh. I'm sorry, Harbaugh. Harb, yeah, something. It's it's tough to say. He's good. No, okay, he's he did not. not get injured, but I could have swore I saw him on the ground. Maybe he was just hurt or something. And I don't think Michigan's going to be a good team this year at all. I don't see no. them winning a whole lot of games. No, I don't think they finished ranked, anything like that. So, I will, Before we get to the next pick, because we're talking about Michigan, I did uh, Friday night, I did get to watch Michigan State play against uh, Northwestern. And, mm-hmm. man, they looked good. Maybe it's just because of Northwestern, but I mean, Northwestern's not too bad of a team. No, they played in the Big Ten Championship last year. Yeah, they're not not terrible. Maybe they had a lot of seniors leave or something. I'm not sure what the story was with that, but Michigan State looked really good last night. Or I'm sorry, Friday night they looked great. Yeah, I didn't get to catch it, but I may go rewatch that. You should. Uh, They played a great game. Next one is 9:15 on Saturday. I'll probably. Not be watching this one, but I might. Uh, Utah versus BYU. I have Utah winning. I have Utah winning as well. When you lose your star quarterback to the draft, it's kind of tough. Um, I don't yeah. think BYU is going to be able to really hang with Utah. And I didn't even know this till I saw um, replays. I didn't know that Charlie Brewer transferred to Utah. Oh, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that until I watched replays, but I saw uh, the quarterback – 
And I was like, he looks like the Baylor quarterback. And I went and did some research, and sure enough, it was the Baylor huh. quarterback. And I guess he transferred quietly or didn't make yeah, a big deal. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. And also, another OU transfer, or not an, uh, another one, but another Big 12 transfer to Utah was uh, TJ Pledger. Oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't know that one. I uh, follow him on Instagram. Yep, that one hurt. That one hurt. And last game, 9.30 on Saturday, USC versus Stanford. I have USC, USC winning by USC. Stanford did not look good at all against K-State, who doesn't look very good ever, but somehow can upset the Sooners every so yeah, often. I, I don't know how it happens, but it just does. All right, so that's about it for college football right now. But me and Ethan want to talk about our fantasy football team. Uh, we have a draft that we do every year. And we had our draft mm-hmm. the other day, and uh, we can go over our teams, and uh, we can talk about the NFL season as well Yeah, to end it off. I'm pretty upset at the uh, – first of all, if you're listening and you do, like, fantasy drafts, don't ever, ever take in consideration what those draft grades give you and don't take it yeah. to heart. Because, man, last year I played for money in one of my leagues, and I played for $1,000. I got a grade last year of projecting to – I was projected to lose every game but three, I think. And I ended the season last year third. So just keep your head held high and don't take it to heart what these draft grades are. Yeah, because really on my draft grade, I got a B. Said I was going to end up eight and eight maybe. And like I, got a, games. I got a C, and I think it said I had seven wins or six wins, something like that. Yeah, I don't like how they do it because it's just basing off of before the season. They don't know how these players, and none of us know how they're going to do. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a weird system to rank. Yes. But start off with my team. Um, I got quarterback. This is my starting team that I'll be starting Sunday. I have Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, Mike Gusecki. I have Jarvis Landry starting. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it that way. We'll see. And then on my bench, my backup is Justin Herbert. I also have Kareem Hunt, Jamar Chase, Kenny Galladay, and Austin Hooper. As my kicker, I have Brandon McManus, and his t- two of my defenses are the New Orleans Saints and Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a pretty good team, I'm not going to lie. And what's going to be exciting to see is, you know, our first week is we play each other. So Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. You'll hear about that on the Sooner Hour next time. Yep, you sure will, and I'll be, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, my team, I've got a quarterback, Kyler Murray, of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I've got Derrick Henry at my RB1 slot, uh, Nick Chubb at my RB2 slot. Um, my receiving core is kind of where I kind of – I don't know really what I was thinking, and hopefully it really pays off. But uh, I picked up Mike Evans for uh, my wide receiver one slot, um, A.J. Brown for my wide receiver two. Um I drafted Mark Andrews as my tight end. Uh, I've got DJ Chark in my flex position. Um, uh, I drafted Taylor Bass, the Buffalo Bills quarter, or I'm sorry, kicker. Um, in my two defenses, I've got Bills and the Cardinals. I don't know who I'm going to start, but those are my two defenses. My bench consists of Jalen Hurts, Chase Edmonds, Ramondre Stevenson, Corey Davis, and Noah Fant. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, 
your receivers, I like AJ Brown a lot. Uh, a second target, other than Julio Jones. Yes, that's what makes me nervous right there. Mike Evans. I mean, playing for the Buccaneers, he's going to get some passes thrown to him. So I mean, there's nothing to be worried about there, really. Um, it's just the other targets they have. You have that's what scares Brown. me. Yes, but for some reason, Mike Evans always gets a touchdown in every game. It, I don't know how, how, why, but every game he somehow gets like a five or ten yard reception touchdown. It's crazy. Do you remember what pick you had? Um, oh, I think I was right in the middle of the pack. Yeah, I uh, had the third pick, and luckily Christian McCaffrey fell to me. And, I mean, what else can I say? A monster on the ground and a monster receiving. The only thing that makes me nervous for you, though, is while he Sam is... Sam Darnold. Yes. That yeah. and injuries. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, I was really thinking about picking up Alvin Kamara. That's my favorite running back in the league. Mm-hmm. He almost does the same exact thing as Christian. He can pound it on the ground, and he can catch a lot of screens or uh, wheel routes and everything. Yeah. I went ahead with Christian because, I mean, he's taken number one in almost every single draft, and I felt weird not taking him when he fell to me at three yeah another big one that i'm really excited for is calvin ridley on the falcons um Mm -hmm. i don't know if i think it was last year i mean one of the most underrated quarterbacks matt ryan he threw for a ton of interceptions but he had one of the highest passing ratings and passing yards in the league yes last year so i think calvin Ridley's gonna get a lot of targets only thing that worries me is kyle pitts um they're expecting him to be like the Amazing. number one tight end in all yeah. of the NFL. Um, so that could take that, some targets away. Yeah, that one does make me a little worried, but I do think Kyle Pitts is going to have a good season. I don't think he will be a top three tight end, though, just because of where that offense no, is at. I mean, you have George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, who are always established twos. And even Mark two. Andrews. Mark Andrews is up there. Um, I have Mike Gusecki, and I think he's going to be really good. Um, just got to work on Tua. Yes. I don't know if I believe in Tua yet. I know there are some, you know, A, Miami Dolphins fan that is really high on Tua. Yeah, um, and if you want to talk to him, uh, Julius Kino, he'll tell you all you need to know about the Dolphins. Uh, I yeah. can't tell you much. I know they have a really good defense. First but... of all, I don't know why you would want to hear about the Dolphins, but uh, if you want to, go ahead <laughs> yeah, and talk to Yeah, if you want to, go ahead and ask him. Uh... <laughs> Don't come up to me asking about the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't be able to tell you anything. You can but, talk to uh, Ethan about the Browns if you want to yep, hear about the sure Browns. Yeah, sure can. I will tell and you me, everything you I just pick know. a new team every season, really. Uh, my team this year is going to be the Saints uh, because of the hurricane. I feel bad, so I'm going to root for the Saints, get a new fan. Well, see, for me, um, I like that you do that. But for me, I go for like just like who my favorite like Sooner players go to. Like, although I'm not a huge Cowboys fan, I don't I am, like Cowboys at all. I I love C.D. Lamb though. I, I want yeah, C.D. Lamb to succeed. I want him to succeed. And I after want him hard to be knocks, an great. I kind of want the Cowboys to succeed because I really saw how good of a guy Dak is. Oh yeah. Mike McCarthy even had a good impression on me. Jerry Jones is still not He's, high in my yeah. regards, but dude, uh, I love Micah Parsons though. Yeah, Micah Parsons has grit. If you haven't seen Hard Knocks. I won't spoil really anything, but this dude wants to play. Oh, gosh, he's hungry for it. Yeah, and I think he'll be defensive rookie of the year. Yes. I mean, me and Ethan liked him all the way when he was back at Penn State. We talked yes. about him before then. That dude and, uh, is fast. Like, 
ungodly fast for a linebacker. It's yeah. terrifying. And on the topic of NFL, we can talk about uh, Roger Stevenson preseason. Uh, mm-hmm. The number one running back of the preseason in my books. but Yeah. I mean, he looked great. He looked like the starting uh, running back be, for New England, I mean, in my opinion. I don't think Damian Harris is all that good. Nope. And they traded um, Sony Michelle to the Rams, and to, in my opinion, that was a sure sign of New England saying, hey, we have another running back in mind to start for us. This is actually really funny. So this is my old fantasy account, and I just logged back into it because I remember the password. And I have no leagues before 2021 besides one from 2012. I have a league from 2012 where my team name was the Mexico City Dingoes. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking in 2012, but oh, man. the Mexico you City knew the Dingoes team names. probably won it all. Ethan, oh, would you like gosh. to uh, tell them your team name in fantasy this year? Um, yeah, this year um, I've decided to be named uh, after the great defensive end for the Washington football team. He came out of Ohio State. I have decided that this year I will be named I Chase Young Kids. Um, just so we don't get into legal trouble, he does I don't not actually, actually chase young kids. Legally, I do not actually chase young kids. I just want that to be known. This is um, all a it's joke. It's funny on paper. My name is uh, Andy Dalton Scrotum. Uh, big Andy Dalton fan. Even bigger fan of a scrotum. So. <laughs> <laughs> so next, I think we can go into some of the NFL games this week. Yes, the start of the season, and I'm I'm excited for it. Me too. Starting off with a big one, uh, Thursday, Dallas Cowboys at the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. So we get to see what we've been watching on Hard Knocks in the regular season. And I, I think I have Tampa Bay winning that one. I also have Tampa Bay. I mean, reigning Super Bowl champions, but I, I think they have a possibility to repeat. I really want... Dallas to upset them though because I I'm not a big fan of Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't really like them either. I'm either way. We don't have to go over all these games. Uh, I can just point out some highlights yeah, for me. I just want to get the big ones. Um Browns Chiefs. Yes. Is that a is that the Sunday night one or yeah, is that just... Sunday well it's Sunday three twenty five. Yeah, so it's an afternoon game. Um another one I'm looking forward to uh Sunday night, Bears and Rams. I would be looking forward to it a little bit more if Justin Fields was starting for Chicago, which I think he's deserved that spot, in my I opinion. Um, I don't think if you're uh, if you're a office like manager, like coach for the Bears, you are pressuring them to start Justin Fields because your job is on the line right now. If you don't have a winning team this season, in my opinion, you're cut, fired. Yeah, done. you should be. And I mean. I know you want to give him time to develop. Let him develop in the game. I mean, your team's not going to do good with or without no. him. So, you're, let in him my opinion, get you're in, in a win-now situation. Yeah, let him get in there and show what he's made of. I mean, you used your first-round pick on him. Let's see him. Mm-hmm. The Bears are always known for their defense. Let's finally see some good offense from them. Yeah, I mean, they have one of my favorite wide receivers, Allen Robinson, one of the most underrated mm-hmm. wide receivers, um, Tariq Cohen. I love Tariq David Cohen. Montgomery. I mean, those are I two. I think their David line Montgomery. is going to be their biggest problem. Which they do have that. Uh, what's his name from OSU? Uh, oh, what is his name? Not he bad. he was really good for him. 
Um, I think he'll yeah. be. He's definitely a starter for him. Yeah, I want to look that up. Cause I'm gonna be that is a big improvement on the Chicago line. And while you're doing that, I I'm also excited to see Matthew Stafford start for the Rams. Yeah, because I think that's a I've, good pickup. Oh, I think it's a great pickup. And for me, it's a huge upgrade from Jared Goff. I mean, respect to Jared Goff, but I think Matthew Stafford just has more talent and more of that ability. Yeah, I mean, he's played longer too. Um, Jared Goff never – he had that, he had one good season and then yep. really just kind of fell off. Uh, and they surrounded him with, with people. I good mean, talent. Cooper Cup is good. Robert Woods is good. Yes. They have a pretty good line. Not the best. It's kind of middle of the pack. But, I mean, it's better than, like, the Bengals line. Yeah. They're defense, and they have a great though. defense. I mean, they oh have the best God, defensive player defense. in the world, in my opinion. Oh, yep, for sure. Jalen Ramsey. Also... <laughs> I was about to say, best quarterback. <laughs> I, I think Jalen Ramsey is – I mean, the Rams obviously have a top five – like, they have top five defensive players. Uh, yeah. Gordon Ra- or, I'm sorry, Gordon Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey. Not, not Gordon Ramsey. Cooking a Ram- Sorry. My brothers were watching Kitchen Nightmares <laughs> earlier. That kind of – I don't know what happened. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Um, I'm excited to see that Sunday night game. Yeah, there's really no others that excite me. Uh, Cardinals-Titans, that'll be interesting. Um, I am. I'm anxious to see how. Sorry, um, anxious to see the Eagles versus the Falcons, just because of Kyle Pitts and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and Devonta Smith. I'd like to see him get in there. Yes. Yes. Um, um, other one. Packers Washington. Saints will be another. Yeah, Packers one. Saints. I'll watch. Um, Washington Chargers. I just want to see Washington's defense. One of the held oh in the highest God. regards on defenses. So. We'll see how I they want do this. Ryan Fitzpatrick to take him to the playoffs. Yeah, I'd like to see Washington in the playoffs. I'd like to see him get a team name as well. But mm-hmm. they said they were narrowing it down to like three. And apparently it's taking two years to get, but yeah. I guess it, it'll be worth the wait. Yeah, so um, after that, I don't think there's much else in the NFL that I'm going to be watching. Well, um, I'm not going to watch these games, but two teams that I am anxious to see how they perform offensively. Um, the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence, and yeah. I'm really anxious. I'm really high on this quarterback. I really do think he has the capability of winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I'm watching Zach Wilson for the New York Jets. I love that kid. He's great. Yeah, I just and he, I wish they had more weapons. I really do, but man, um, what's his name out of Ole Miss? They draft him. Is it Elijah? Elijah Moore? Elijah Moore sounds correct. Yes, he's a great pick for him. Um, Corey Davis is a good receiver for him. Um, they even drafted, I want to say they drafted one of the North Carolina running backs. That is it Michael was Carter? Phenomenal. Yes. Or is he another one? It's either Michael, Michael Carter, Carter or Javante Williams. Starting. Hang on. Well, this is why we have electricity and electronics to see this. Um, I do want to get this before we end it. Um, while he's looking for that, um, it's weird to shout out another podcast while we're here, but one I've been listening to a lot is a podcast on the Prairie with Jeremiah Hall and Braden Willis. Um, yes, it's a great phenomenal podcast. podcast. You hear inside the life of an OU football player. Um, they talk about fall camp, everything they mm-hmm. were doing there. It was just really interesting to hear about. So if you ever have time, give that a listen. Not too long. 
and just two great dudes that we get to watch every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the Jets running back, it is Michael Carter, and he was picked uh, in round four out of North Carolina, and he's yeah. one of the two uh, that were playing for North Carolina last year that they absolutely slaughtered teams on the defense. Yeah, so I mean, rookie running back starting, so we'll see how they do there. Uh, playing against the Panthers, so not a great defense either. Not a great defense, and both teams have a lot to play for with Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, Sam Darnold's playing against his former team. Yep, it's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a fun game to watch. I don't yeah, know. If I might watch close, that though. If I can wake up by twelve. I really, I really just want Zach Wilson to ball out. Yeah, I'm still on the Trevor Lawrence hype train. Uh, I'm like on the Zach Wilson hype train. I like. This isn't really on how he does on the field, but off the field, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. He uh, he does have a great character. He is a yeah, good he's a great leader. character. He is has a ton of faith. Very godly man, and uh, yes, I like hearing him do press conferences and everything, and I like to see him succeed. That is going to be an interesting team to watch this year in the NFL season. Is the Jaguars with the new head coach? Um, I was really yeah. wanting to see Tim Tebow, but unfortunately, he got cut. I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but I don't like the Urban Meyer hire. I um, I'm don't like sure. Urban Meyer. Doesn't he have problems with his brain? Uh, this could be sure. completely wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know much about that, but I do. Uh, I just don't like his character. I'm not a huge Urban yeah, Meyer fan myself. I really have been. Yeah, he had a brain surgery, brain tumor. Um, I know that's messed with him a little bit. I think it's why he initially retired. Well, I mean, I hope he succeeds. I, I wish nothing but the best for everyone, but I'm just not a huge Urban Meyer fan yeah. myself. And, and this I don't is nothing think they're going to be off the field, really. Yeah. It's just coaching wise. Um, I'm sure I he's really a great guy. I really don't think they're going to have a winning record this year, though. Yeah, me either. And, I mean, they'll probably win this game against the Texans because Texans are one of the worst teams in the league. Yep. You don't have a great starting quarterback, which they just announced would be Tyrod Taylor. Um, Yeah, he's been everywhere. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to have a great performance until Deshaun Watson comes back. If he comes back, there's there's a lot of – Yeah, I haven't heard much much about him recently with the lawsuits and everything. I do know that he's suspended for – He's suspended for, what, eight games, though? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to believe it at first, because you never want to hear about one of your people that you like in trouble like that. Yeah. But with everyone coming forward, I mean, it's just not a good look Yeah. for the Texans or Deshaun Watson. No, it's not a good look for the organization, uh, and it's definitely a, a terrible look for yeah. Deshaun Watson. I mean, your character is being judged there. Um yeah, you need to clear that he committed up. Committed crimes, I mean. Yeah. And ugly crimes, too, at that. Yeah. I mean, I know Some all crimes worst. are ugly, but, I mean, that right there is, it's sad to see, like, someone like Deshaun Watson fall into temptation and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I think that is going to wrap up the podcast for today. Um, we will have another podcast later this week. Um, it'll be after the game, so it'll probably be starting next week. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to get to a consistent schedule. Uh, I'm thinking on Wednesdays and Sundays will be our upload schedule. Um, Wednesdays for predictions later in the week and talking about the week before. And then uh, 
Yeah. Sunday will just be a little filler episode. We talk about multiple the things. performance. Yeah. Performances and everything. So, Ethan, uh, you ready to call it? I'm ready to call it when you are. Yeah, man. It's been a good time. Uh, I thank everyone for listening. Uh, join us next time on the Sooner Hour. Thank you all. Thank you all.